Hey guys, welcome to the oh, I Don't Get a Podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I'm loving it. So, um, Lauren's not here. Yeah, Lauren's not here. So um, sad. But we are here and we are going to talk about prenups. That would be prenuptial agreements today. And yeah. I think they have such a, like, a dirty connotation because like people are like, oh, if you have a prenup, that means that like you're planning on maybe getting divorced one day. Exactly. Like you're thinking... Of it being like you're thinking, like your future might not be. Pretty. It's just not gonna last. Yeah, it's just not gonna last. And I feel like people about people that are about to get married, it's just so taboo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they're so scared to even bring it up to their partner. And so I was watching Marriage Story. I don't know if you guys have seen this yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. You saw it, right? Yeah, yeah. And obviously Laura Dern's like taking home all these awards for being this divorce lawyer. So um, that sort of inspired this prenup podcast. We're like, let's talk about prenups. It's so fascinating. Yeah, because they didn't have one, right? It, they didn't In want, the movie? Yeah, no, no. They didn't have one. And they also didn't want to go through lawyers when it comes to divorce. But that's a whole other but podcast. Also, they didn't even have money. Um, to begin with, right? So I think we're going to answer a lot of questions today. I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't have money now. But what if I have but what if later? I have it? What if I'm like the breadwinner and, you know, down the road? And then what do I do? Like, right. And then we get divorced. Right, exactly. So we're really excited about this podcast because we're going to call Laura Wasser. And she is like massive, huge attorney that specializes in California family law. She's like kind of a big deal. She's got like all these different awards. We're going to call her, ask her a bunch of questions, but also some of you guys emailed us and left comments in the Facebook group regarding prenups uh, that are so interesting that me and Ashley are going to sort of like read and talk about after we talk to Laura. So let's call Laura. Yeah. All right, guys, we got Laura Wasser on the line. She has been named one of the California Daily Journal's top 100 lawyers and Southern California's top 50 women attorneys every year. For the last seven years, that is super impressive. Welcome to the show, Laura. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, what Ashley and I were just talking about before you got on that, of course, you know, we saw Marriage Story, so basic, and now we're all like, let's talk about prenups and divorce. Um, <laughs> but Ashley, I know you wanted to start off with just like, what is a prenup? Yeah, right? like basic, like basic info, because I think a lot of people out there who maybe are younger and haven't thought about marriage or anything, or haven't like been around divorce, don't really know what a prenuptial agreement really even means. So right. give us the bare bones. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's the thing I say to all people that are young and getting married, which is you you wait for this day and you plan this wedding and you have a contract for the venue that you're getting where you're getting married and for your caterer and the person who made your dress and your florist and the band or the DJ, all these contracts that you sign before your wedding, but so many people don't realize that when they are actually walking down the aisle and saying I do and exchanging rings, that in and of itself is a contract that they are entering into. And most of them don't even know the terms. As an example, in the state of California, the day you get married, everything you make, create, earn from that day forward is community property. Meaning if you were to split up, your spouse would own half of it. So if you paint a painting the day after you get married, when you're on your honeymoon, he or she owns half of that painting. Um, so my husband and I just got married in August and we do not have a, thank you. We don't have a prenup, but what we do have, uh, is separate business entities. We have two separate S corps. So we, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do a prenup, but I, I do believe that since we do work through those two 
corpse as you know as our you know own businesses as we are both like very freelance we our money's still separate isn't it you, you believe that, but it's not. Here's the problem. Okay? Oh, because of what she just said, because of California. Right. And so what happens is. Wait, what if you didn't get married in California, though? No, Laura? it's where you live. No. It's where you oh. live. Okay. So, but your S Corp, I'm guessing at the end of every year or even on a monthly or quarterly basis, pays you guys. They pay you a salary, right? Yes, I get paid a salary. Okay. From, yeah. So the money that your S Corp has paid you since August is half his and okay, vice yeah. versa. So basically anything that we go from our business account into our personal account, anything that we deem salary is both of ours because, well, well... Okay, but it's actually a little bit worse than that because now you've kind of... The the S Corps themselves may have a community property component because you're rendering services during your marriage through your S-Corp, and that is not like a pristine set. But what I have a lot of people do is create new S-Corps when they get married so that money that flows through a premarital money and premarital project are in one S-Corp and the other. So again, like here's here's what I was going to say. I don't mean to like, I mean, like we're probably never going to get divorced. Everything is going to be wonderful. Don't even worry. But what I say to people is, if you're not kind of down with the laws in the state where you live and you kind of should know what they are, you may want to have a different contract than the contract that the state's giving you. And that's all I, I tell people about prenups. So one, find out what the law is, find out what this contract is you're entering into, and then decide if you want to tweak it a little bit or if you're cool with those laws. And that's that's what I want people to know. Because a lot of people say, oh, we're young, we don't even have that much money then that's fine. You don't need a prenup, but you need to know what the deal is. Right. So you brought up a great point, which I think a lot of people have questions about, which is, okay, I don't even have that much money, so I don't need a prenup. So can you dive into that question and what that actually means? Because it, it, it's well, way more than money, right? And it's, well, Sorry, go ahead. It, it's, it's way more than money in that. I mean, the three or four main things that we address in a prenup is the estate, what what you buy or what you make with what you earn or, or what you do. So again, if you're a screenwriter or a songwriter, if you're just stocking money away in a bank account and then you end up buying a house with it, all of those things. Then there's also support. So even if you don't have a lot of money, if your spouse is going to make a lot of money, depending on what state you live in, spousal support for a certain period of time, maybe half the length of the marriage, maybe for the rest of your life is going to be something that's going to happen to you or uh, at you if and when you split up. You can't really address child custody or child support in a prenup. That has to be addressed later if and when that becomes an issue. Right. A lot of people also put stuff in a prenup about um, what may happen if they die. If you have somebody that's marrying a much older person, he or she can always change their will, but maybe you want to have something in this document that can't be changed about what you will be left. Well, I want to make sure I get to stay in this house or I get this house if my old husband dies, because he may change his will in the last months of his life and decide to leave everything to his Filipina nurse. Oh, like I was that. just so, going to, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's fascinating. Cause I was just going to ask, well, like, what if you're already in your partner's will? Like, why would you ever put it in a prenup? But you just answered that people can change their will like last minute yeah. and be like, F yeah. you, damn, this is crazy. Okay, so before the year started, my dad told me that I should write down all of my expenses in an Excel sheet because I'm an adult now and it's 2020. And I did that and I realized that in the past 10 years, I have spent so much money on contacts. Ashley, it's in saying the amount of money that contacts cost. Really? I remember buying contacts, which was a big deal for my dad. 
when he was younger. Oh my God, he wears glasses now, which is so funny. But um, the price could have been part of it or my dad's eyes are just too tired. But I remember it was like such an ordeal for him to have to order contacts and how much they were. I honestly feel like a lot of people don't get them because of how much they cost. But if you're like most people- I don't get I don't get them. (laughs) If you're like most people and you're hoping to save more money in 2020 and you are spending a fortune on contacts, you need to check out Hubble. It'll change your life. They are so high quality and affordable price. You can start... You can start off with a two-week supply of daily lenses for just $1. It's so easy to sign up, so there's no stress or hassle when you want to start a subscription. Their website's super easy. And you can get a month's worth of daily lenses delivered straight to your door. It's literally eye care on autopilot. And I just love the attention to detail that this company has, like from the look and feel of the product, the packaging, the customer service is amazing if anything goes wrong. And just contacts are so expensive. And guys, I honestly feel if you wear contacts, Hubble is the way to go because I love reusing contacts. I used to wear contacts that were the two-week kind. Mm -hmm. And with Hubble, now I wear dailies. And it's just such a game changer. If you want dailies at a price that you can afford, visit Hubble. That is H-U-B-B-L-E contacts.com. You'll get two weeks of daily lenses shipped straight to your door for just $1. Yep, that is 30 contacts (laughs) for just $1. Make 2020 the year that you get 2020 vision and stop overpaying for contacts. So head over to HubbleContacts.com and don't forget to select our show in the post-checkout category survey. Yep. Do you have... Um, actually, can I ask you this real quick? Because um, Miranda Schmidt actually submitted this question. I was confused by this question. I think she didn't properly like... No, I, I wasn't. What did she mean by grandma and grandpa? Oh, no, no, no. That's that's the other one. Uh, okay, yeah. She wants to know... Oh, no. I, I, she means did. older people. You're right, yeah, Ashley. I was yeah. a little confused. She says, um, hey, Laura, I'm hoping you can talk about the logistics of actually like getting the prenup. I've heard grandmas and grandpas get prenups when they remarry. Is this true? When they remarry, like what the yeah, second I'm not time sure. married people? I guess they mean like that's what I'm confused about. Like is I think what she means is if like their spouse dies and then they marry again. Right. So yeah, I mean the logistics of any prenup, whether you're like a widow and you're marrying a guy that's much younger and you've been left a lot of money by your husband who died and you want to make sure that it's protected so you can leave it to your adult kids, or whether you're just like two people starting out and you've got like an internet startup, the bottom line is you're going to have to have a conversation about it. And that's one of the biggest things that I get questioned about by clients. They're like, hey, thanks for all the legal and I get it, but can I ask you like a, like a human question? And I go, yeah. And I go, how, how do I tell her that I want a prenup? How do I say to him that, you know, this is the love of my life and it's so romantic, but it's not a very sexy conversation. And I'm like, no, it's not a sexy conversation. It is not a romantic conversation. It is sometimes a difficult conversation, but come on, man, if this is the person that you want to be with, whether it's till death do us part or just for the next five, 10 years, have some kids, you have to be able to have a conversation. This person's going to like watch you giving birth. I mean, you have you're hopefully you're going to be with them long enough so that like they're with you when your parents die. I mean, this is your partner. You have to have some of the difficult conversations and this might be one of the first ones. There's all kinds of statutory requirements about prenups in every state. In most states, both parties must have an attorney. So you have to like really know the law in in most states you have to do full disclosure, meaning you are now going to find out maybe for the first time in your whole relationship, everything that your boyfriend or girlfriend has 
what they owe? How about if there's like massive credit card debt? Don't you want to know about that? You're going to have all of that information. And so it really is a good way to embark upon a relationship, knowing what the expectations are and knowing that you guys are going to have to like kind of get a little bit raw. So I say to people, unless they're like sober, like get a glass of wine, sit down, know this is (laughs) going to be difficult, but it's going to, this is again, it's not always going to be good and it's not always going to be you know, romantic and sexy and whatever. So let's get started when we still love each other and want to have, you know, the rest of our lives together. Let's start having some of these tough conversations and see how we make it through. Because when things are shitty, then you're really going to need those tools. So might as well start having those conversations But Laura, how, for someone that's been doing this forever, people listening right now that are maybe thinking about getting married, thinking about getting a prenup, like, what do you say? (laughs) Like, what is the answer to that human question? I, I I always say blame it on somebody else. Like most of my clients, mm, that's do good have advice. Some, they do have some dough. So I'll be like, hey, baby, I love you so much. But like my business manager, my entertainment lawyer, even my parents, a lot of people have been married before. And so they'll say like, you know that I went through total hell with my divorce. I hope that you understand that at this juncture, I'd really like to discuss having a prenuptial agreement because I gave away half of everything I had last time and I'm not really okay doing that. I hope we never get divorced, but if we do, I want to make sure that I am protected and I will protect you as well. I California feel... will not let you enter into an unconscionable or totally unfair prenup. So I feel like just oh, based on your tone that you just feel like every couple should have it regardless of like where they are stand financially. No, but I no. think every couple should have the kind of conversations before they get married that could be somewhat uncomfortable and extremely enlightening. And if you say, I don't need a prenup. I'm like, want every, I want to throw everything into this pot. This is a partnership. I'm all in and everything that we make together. Cause we're similar, similarly situated now will be both of ours. I think it's great. Just know that that's what you're doing. But if you're marrying somebody that's already been at their job for a long period of time, maybe he or she is like, I've been working for 15 years doing this. I finally am like starting to make some money. I'm not ready to just split it all. I want to yeah. keep some of it separate. Um, what I used to do in college was I would reward myself after like studying for a very long amount of time or celebrating the end of a test With by food. getting myself obviously my most ideal meal. And... I reward everything <laughs> in life with food, like yeah, if I know. I do, even a workout. <laughs> Well, I'm I like, try not to do that, but then again, I also don't really work out. So it's so bad. I'm like, oh, if I work out really hard, I can eat this. And then I also do like just like the weekends, like a good like at home DoorDash meal mm. per per day. <laughs> you don't even have to lift a finger. Well, no. you do have to lift one to order it, I guess. DoorDash, if you guys aren't familiar, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you are, is you know restaurant quality food because you're getting it from your favorite restaurant. Um, in your living room. So living room dress code. It's just, it's just delivering <laughs> to you whatever you want. You know, it's just like, because sometimes you want the meal from the restaurant, but you definitely don't want to like put the effort into looking decent enough to go and then sitting there when you really just want to watch TV and eat. You know what I've done sometimes, Ash? What? I've ordered maybe two meals off DoorDash or a really big meal. And then I just and then put it in the fridge for the next day. For, for lunch the next day. Yeah. If I don't want, like, if I don't feel like making lunch the next day, it's so clutch because I literally don't even have to get up for it. I'm definitely guilty of ordering multiple meals too because I couldn't decide which one I wanted. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll go have seats with myself and then leave the rest for tomorrow. Yeah, the best is that they connect you to your favorite restaurants in the city. Ordering is so easy. All you have to do 
is download the app. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So remember, you might find a new favorite. Remember when you had... We could, like, only do delivery food when it came to, like, Chinese and pizza. Could you yeah, imagine like, those days? The world. Those days. <laughs> those days, which were, like, you know, maybe, like, a decade ago. It's so crazy. So, you guys, with DoorDash, they have delivery in all 50 states in Canada. You can order your local go-tos, whether that's Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Don't worry about dinner. Let it come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code which is get it five dollars off your first order when you download the doordash app from the app store and enter the promo code get it promo don't code, forget get it five dollars off your first order from doordash doordash you mentioned just um you just mentioned oh my god i hate when my mind goes like <laughs> this sounds like holding the question for so long oh you mentioned you know, you don't think that everyone needs one when Ashley just asked you. So who does need one? I think if you are, if you're getting married, not if you're getting married for a second, I think if you are vastly different in what you're, what you own, what you have coming into the marriage, I think if your incomes are vastly different, then you might want to, then you might be a good candidate to at least have conversations where you're like, Hey, I, I really work for this and I don't want to split it. I also should say because a lot of people come to me and they're like, you know, I'm, I've inherited a lot of money or I'm going to inherit a lot of money and my parents are really worried. Anything that you inherit, anything that you bring into the marriage from before, but even if you inherit it during the marriage. So what you bring into the marriage, what you inherit, and any gifts that you get are your separate property. So you don't have to worry if you're going to come into a fortune because your parents are going to pass away and leave it to you. That, that stuff's safe. Oh, so like, okay, that's oh, like that's really, that gets even, that gets honestly very much darker. Yeah. But like, if my, I mean, my parents will, so that money goes to me and only me. Correct. Okay, interesting. All right, this is a crazy question or, or comment, honestly, from Catherine Williams, one of our listeners. She says, My friend's sister signed a prenup that included a clause that allowed him to cheat but not her. It was also written in the contract that he could have sex and hand jobs be available to him whenever he demanded his wife. Can you, well, first off, can we believe this? What and is that something that actually fuck. would be in a prenup? Yeah, like, no. is that like, oh, that's like, no, like, no. no okay. Wait, no. oh, I mean, but again, this brings up a good point. Can you write your own contract then? Yeah. No, no. you need a lawyer and any good lawyer would say like, look, I can put this in here, but the bottom line is you can't enforce this. Like, I don't know what it says. If, what if she has sex, then what happens? Does she get like penalized somehow? Because you can agree <laughs> to anything. But if you go to court and you try to enforce a contract that has terms like that, the judge will be like, uh, yeah, no. So those are not enforceable. And either the entire contract would be rendered void or they would just take those stupid parts out. I've had people come in and go, well, I want to make sure that if she doesn't lose, you know, at least 15 to 25 pounds of the baby weight, that I don't have to pay her any money if I get divorced from her. And I'm like, yeah, no. No way. Or, Wait, what? Oh my God. Wait, say that again? Oh, yeah. What? No, oh, actu- yeah. Actually say it again. Yeah, what? If 
she doesn't lose the baby weight and I want to divorce her, I don't have to pay her support because I am justified in getting divorced. My Why jaw's on the ground. Would she marry him? Are you fucking well, kidding? That's me? what I was thinking. I was like, we're not putting that in, and I don't even want to hear you say it again. Like maybe you need to go find a dude to represent you. There's no way. It would be unenforceable, besides the fact that you're a dick. But yes. That's unreal. Um, Another one of our listeners wrote in and said something really interesting that I think they could value from having advice from you. My fiance and I are both lawyers and have been together since law school. The prenup issue has been super interesting for us. We see the value practically, but we also live in a community property state. We have gone back and forth a million times, but one of the biggest issues is that we we'd both have to hire our own lawyer to get this done. Like you mentioned, it's so hard when we know we can draft the agreement on our own. It has been the source of happy and sad conversations. We eventually, sorry, she's almost, we eventually determined that we'd like the terms to be what we eventually determined what we'd like the terms to be, but we still haven't signed it yet. We get married next month. So this is a topic I'd definitely be willing to share a story about. That's wild. So I, I think, again, the lawyer part of it, I mean, it, that is a holdup for a lot of people. And it's interesting because I have an online divorce website where you can get divorced online by yourself for $1,500, which is so much less than generally. It's called It's Over Whoa. Easy. And so many people have asked us to put prenups on there. We do have an affiliate. This is for your listener called Prenupta. And Prenupta will find you a lawyer. We're, we don't do this. But again, if you go on the It's Over Easy website, you can connect with Prenupta. And prenupta will find you a lawyer who will kind of read and bless your agreement if you've written it. Also, if you're not a lawyer and you can't write it yourself, they'll help you. But it's not the huge fee that most lawyers will charge to draft a prenup. So, And the other thing is, even if you didn't do it through prenupta, you could probably find a lawyer where you say, hey, if I pay you you $5,000 or less, you know, 10, I don't know, $100, can you just write this? You need to sign it for me. And if they're lawyers, they both know what they're doing and what they've drafted. Because I can understand that that would be a sticking point. You guys, I could go on and on about dating in LA or just being single. And if you are struggling out there, if you are a single person like me, just sitting and watching Netflix on your couch alone Friday night after Friday night. Listen up because I'm about to change your life. (laughs) So many people have been on so many bad dates. um, And whenever people... Actually, a lot of you guys like DM me and and sort of ask for advice. So lately, I've been referring people to OkCupid because OkCupid has really been changing the dating game. And the reason why is because they ask you a ton of questions about yourself and what type of person you're looking for. I'll give you guys examples. Some of the questions that I love um, that they ask are, what are your, what is your opinion on sarcasm? I love that because I feel like I have a very dry sense of humor. One time I was on a date and I said something and I was totally kidding and the guy was offended and it was like, it was not good. (laughs) Another one is, you know, what is your opinion on motorcyclers or do you ride motorcycles? Um, I kind of like that one just because you can tell a lot about a person on whether or not they'd get on a motorcycle. And it's kind of scary to me. And I don't want to be with someone that gets on motorcycles, <laughs> um, even though I low-key think it's hot. Um, what is a better deal? Sharing your bed or history in bed? 
you know, could you date someone who felt differently about kids than you? And by asking all these questions, OkCupid is finding you matches that you have something in common with. Also, OkCupid works. It's the most mentioned dating app in the New York Times wedding section. And it's the only app in the world that can match you on a range of issues that you care about, from how important a good margarita is to how you feel about climate change. So stop the mindless time on dating apps and go to the app where you get to choose what matters. Also, if you didn't know this, OkCupid is free, so I don't even have to give you one of those super long URLs or codes. Download OkCupid today, go on a great date this week, and then DM me and tell me about the person that you met. We'll come to the wedding. Okay. All right. We have another crazy story from one of our listeners. She says that she plans on getting one, and that's because her mom came into a marriage with a million-dollar home that was nearly all paid off. They didn't get a prenup, and he forged her signature to the mortgage to mortgage the house away for a bad business deal. She lost everything. So, like, what how, what happens oh when he God. forges a signature? Like, is there? Is this well, is just- I don't know. If you have a forged signature, I don't know how much good a prenup is going to do because he could forge it on something else. I mean, that's a kind of a mixing of two issues. Yeah. I mean, having a prenup and saying this house is separate, whatever. But then if he forged a signature and, you know, put himself on the mortgage, I'm not really sure. I mean, that's fraud. She should have taken him to court for fraud on that one. Yeah. So, like, how could you even have... I mean, how does that, how does they even, okay, this is actually just a bigger macro question about law then is just, if somebody forges a signature, is there, and you can prove that they forged it, like there's no way that you can get money back. Like, is there any void and any way to void it? Yeah, but the problem is that the bank's already probably taking yeah. the house back and yeah. he doesn't have any money because he's a loser. So, like, where are you getting the money from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, another one of our listeners brought up a really good point. So they said, I'm interested in this topic as someone getting married, but neither of us have much right now. I'm assuming she's referring to money and property, but wondering what happens if that changes in the future. Well, you could get what's called a postnup, which is a postnuptial agreement. And but usually at that point, your spouse goes, "Oh, thanks a lot." So when we had nothing, I was fine to be with, and we were going to forge our way through eternity. And now that you're making money, you want me to sign off and say that I don't want any of it? Oh, I don't think so. I even think that's when people really get into like, "Hey, you're just you're just pre-negotiating our divorce." I mean, that's you know, and sometimes I'll have people come to me and be like, "He totally cheated on me. He said he was going to change." I'm not sure I believe him. I want a postnup. And now is when I want him to transfer this, that, or the other to me. And it won't, it can't say like, if you cheat again, this, but sometimes spouses will say like, I, I, parts of our relationship and the expectations that we had of each other have changed. And I'm now willing to change my agreement so that the post, so that we have a postnup and I'm willing to do that. A lot of times people will also do it because they really want to see all the documents. And as I said, those disclosure requirements are huge. Okay, so I actually wanted to go back to something we just talked about. And it was the person that was, you know, a lawyer and worried about having to get their own lawyers. Is that in every state, like across the country, you have to like get your own lawyer? Is that a law? I'm pretty sure that in most states, statutes require to have a valid and enforceable prenuptial agreement that you have lawyers. Again, you can always sign something. And if everybody abides by it, it's no big deal. But if you're going to have a document that you want to be able to take to the bank or to the court, so to speak, you want to have two lawyers because you want to adhere to whatever the statutory law is in that state. And I think every state that I've 
when we went inter- when we went national with it's over easy, I visited a lot of different states, Illinois and and Georgia and Texas, New York. All of them have said, "Oh yes, in our state, you both need to have lawyers." Damn. Would you say? that um, people who kind of get turned off by the fact of having a prenup come to them. Like there's this one listener who said that the person she knew just ended ended the relationship, um, canceled the wedding because a prenup was, you know, delivered to her. Two you think weeks that those, before the wedding, right? Yeah, that's yeah. so crazy. Like do you think that those people just didn't have a strong enough relationship in the first place? Or do you think that money can really break all? Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know how it was delivered. I I think that there should have been some conversation about it. I mean, yes, if it's two weeks before my wedding and somebody just delivers through an attorney a prenup, I'd be offended as well. And I would also think to myself, okay, not only am I super offended, but what's wrong with my fiance that he thinks this is okay? By the same token, maybe she was just like, I'm out. This is like so offensive. Who knows what it said too? That's the other thing. Sometimes prenups, give the person you know that doesn't have as much money a shitload more money than they'd otherwise have and so sometimes you're like okay i totally will take this it's maybe less than what you'd be entitled to if you stayed married to your spouse for 20 years but a lot of prenups say in consideration for waiving your right to community property on our wedding day here is a million dollars no oh, strings wow. attached wow that's amazing so it's not always like a huge punch in the stomach sometimes it works the other thing i should say is in most states there's a timing requirement so if somebody hands you the prenup on the day of your wedding two weeks is probably still okay but if you get that prenup the day before even if you signed it you'd say i was under duress my entire family flew in from out of town i was in my dress we were already at the venue this shouldn't be upheld because I was under duress when I signed it. I was just going to ask, what is like, what is the proper time to deliver a prenup? Let's say you're like a year out of getting married. Right. I think I like to start early. I like to have them signed, sealed, and put in a drawer a month before if possible. Because I really would like people to enter that last month of that fun, like doing all the engagement, doing all of the pre-wedding parties, the bachelorette party, the dress fittings, the cake tastings, without having to think about it. But I think in California, we have a seven, like it has to, you have to have the final version. You can sign it when you want, but the final version of that prenup after all the negotiations and revisions has to be received seven days prior to getting married. What happened? Fuck. I just forgot it. Damn it. (laughs) My mind is just so out of it today. What happens if someone doesn't want to sign the prenup? Then a lot that happens too. I have clients that say she won't sign. I said, well, that's up to you then. Then you either can get married without it. Or you say, I love you so much and I love living with you and I love being with you, but you're not going to sign this prenuptial agreement. I'm not going to marry you. Because basically you're saying, I want this contract and I don't want this contract. And what I'm saying is I don't like this contract. And so we have to come to a meeting of the minds on our contracts. Otherwise, we're not having a contract. Do you have to sign it before you say I do? Like, how does that logistics stuff work? So like, let's say. You have to sign it before you get married. But not like a ceremony. Yeah, it's like, like when you actually legally get married, right? right? Well, I mean, look, you have a marriage certificate. And when that marriage certificate is signed by the officiant, whether it's a priest, a rabbi, a judge, that's when you're married. So you can like, you know, have the ceremonies, have the wedding, have the, you know, ring thing. People call jumping the broom. But the actual wedding certificate and when it is signed is when you're married. Yeah. Nice. All righty. Well, thank you, Laura. This is very informative. Yeah, we where really can appreciate people you. find you? And so, yeah, because obviously they can come on, to you if they want a prenup. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. But my main reason for wanting to be on your podcast and speak to your listeners is to talk about It's Over Easy, which is an online divorce site. It is a full platform for people that want to read about marriage, relationships, divorce. All the content is free. Come check us out. You also can get divorced for $1,500 from start to finish. We help you fill out all the forms. We are national. And we also have our index, which has resources for anything you could possibly imagine if you are going through, about to go through, or have already already gone through a divorce. So that's everything from, you know, dating apps to people to help you find new insurance if it's not an, available through your spouse's employer anymore, financial stuff, health and well-being, even to sell your engagement ring on one of our, our affiliates called Worthy. You can oh, go wow. online and consign your engagement ring and then you get the money and you can start something new in your new chapter. So it's over easy. I'm at Laura Wasser official um, on Instagram. We have an it's over easy Instagram page. And um, please come check us out because we really want to keep this conversation going. You're incredible. Thank you so much. Happy prenups, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Bye. 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 All right, guys, what's funny about this next sponsor is that I am literally simultaneously cooking a HelloFresh meal right now as we are recording. Um, today was actually kind of a sad day for me, low-key, and when I get in the kitchen, it's somewhat of a therapeutic act. Therapeutic act. I cannot talk today. Um, and I'm actually cooking one of the rice and bean bowls. It is so good. It smells so good because I just put scallions in the pan. Anyways, HelloFresh has really changed my life because... I'm here for dinner. <laughs> Ashley just came in. <laughs> Did you hear me from out the window? Yeah. Oh my God. So hilarious. She's here for dinner. Um, like I was saying, I put scallions in the pan and I just love that smell and I'm like so excited to cook it. And I really love it because you get to save time and there's just no stress involved. Literally everything you need for the meal comes in the bag. Right. This Ash? is the first time Nats has ever cooked for me. <laughs> and it's because it's so easy and the, and the ingredients are delivered here. Like there's no way that you would have made dinner if it weren't for like the convenience of it all. I think I also love it because low key, I hate going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like a grocery store trip on average takes 41 minutes. That's oh, over 35 was... hours a year if you go once a week. And we all go once a week. Plus LA is like the like 20 minutes there, like 20 minutes apart. Finding parking. Back. Oh my God. It's the actual worst. Lugging the oh, bags. I can't, I can't. Also, HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than the store-bought grocery made meals. Um, so you're also helping the environment. And you can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order if you want or throw in yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough. Oh my God, the cookie dough is so good. And you can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week, whatever you need. If you're traveling or you know that, you know, you're going to have friends over or go out to dinner. So for all of those reasons, all of us are so obsessed with HelloFresh. And guess what? HelloFresh is now $5.66 per serving. It's That's incredible. It's actually insane. It's like the cheapest, freshest deal you can ever have. Also, it is officially America's number one meal kit. You get the most for your moolah. You get the most meal for your moolah. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T 10. HelloFresh.com slash get it 10 and use the code get it 10 during HelloFresh's New Year's sale for 10 free meals, including free shipping. This is like outrageous. Like that's how much they believe that like once you start eating it, you're going to keep ordering you're not it, gonna quit. that they're going to give you 10 meals for free. I know. It's that's crazy. Nuts. Guys, try out HelloFresh right now. Okay. Back to the podcast. 
Okay, so after having Laura on, Ashley, I feel like I'd wanna. I feel like it's smart for me to get one well, with whoever like, I marry. But I know when I fall in love, I'm gonna never ever want to bring up anything that would potentially break it. But then it's I don't like think it, it should break, break it for it, right? someone. You have to do it obviously, present it in the right way. But I also think that because you have established yourself so much independently as a career, like it's not the worst idea. Yeah. But so have you. Well, yeah, but Jared and I did it together. Yeah, yeah you guys did it together. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Um, let's ca- let's call somebody, one of our listeners that has a interesting pretty, prenup yeah, story. <laughs> yeah, pretty good story. All right, guys, we've got Madigan on the line. Like, Tell if you got mad at someone again. <laughs> <laughs> she just said that. And we thought it was really funny. All right, so tell us your story you of you and your ex-boyfriend. Yes. So, Wait, it's an um, ex? Yes, we are now exes. Oh, okay. Well, that's a way to start the story. What, ha- what happened with the prenup? So we... Um, Basically, we dated for three years, and he has a better job than me. He's a lawyer, so he gets paid a lot more than I do. And when we started talking about getting married and engaged, he brought up that he wanted to sign a prenup. And his mom also said that she encouraged him to uh, have me sign a prenup. And I was fine with that. I understand. He makes more than I do. So he also has student debt. So I decided that was probably safer on my part too, so that that way I would be protected from paying off his debt. I had no student debt myself. And then about two and a half years into us dating, we found out that we won a million dollars in the lottery. What? (laughs) Yeah, we won the Powerball lottery except for the last number. So we were one number away from the jackpot. Wait, what was the jackpot? What was the jackpot? It was that crazy big one like two years ago where it was like over 700 million. (gasps) Oh, wait, did you like, I thought, were you even excited over your million or were you just disappointed in the last number being wrong? I know, that's a great question. I didn't believe it at first because he was the one holding the tickets and I read off the numbers and actually our TV didn't even work. So I had to go find him on Twitter and I read them to him and he was like, no, come on, tell us the real, tell me the real numbers. I was like, those are the real numbers. And he's like, no, come on, stop fucking with me. Like, (gasps) tell me. I was like, those are the real numbers. What do you mean? He's like, that means we just won a million dollars. Wait, I need to go off on a tangent right now, Madigan. What (laughs) numbers did you pick? Why? Like, I need to know. I need to know. Were they random? Yeah, were they like birthdays? So we bought a couple that were random because he asked me to go buy the tickets and I didn't, I'd never played before. So I just picked a bunch of random numbers and then he... When we got together that night, he, was, he said, let's buy one more and just pick the numbers ourselves. So we did our birthdays combined and our my lucky number, his lucky number. And then we needed one other lucky number. So I just randomly chose my sisters. And that's the ticket that ended up winning us a million dollars. What? So what? Okay. So what <laughs> happens? I don't want to interrupt. So you, you win a million dollars. So we won a million dollars and we decided to split it down the middle equally. 
because even you though were, I bought you it. were just dating at the time. You were just dating. <laughs> Correct. Okay. We were just dating. Yeah. So uh, he paid off his private law school debt with it. Amazing. And since I didn't have any, yeah. And I didn't have any debt. So I just invested mine. And wait, 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 wait. Hold, never... on, hold on. Sorry. So, so, so sorry. You don't get like all of that, right? Like the state takes taxes well, out and then taxes. you get like... Yeah, there's taxes. Was it like a good amount Which, still? Of course, it's going to be a ton of whatever the state taxes uh, on a million dollars. Yeah, so if you got... Yeah. Like if you won it in California, it'd be awful. They take 9% of it. So I live in New York City, so they take more than California. Oh, hell no. So can you <laughs> yeah. tell us how much you ended up getting? Yeah. Just I want to know. What should we do an I don't get it lottery yeah, I winners? I think so. I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... We ended up getting about two-thirds of it. Two-thirds. Okay. Yeah. So we each got a little that. more than a third. You each got a third. Okay. So you got about yeah. like 300000 Yeah. Okay. It's kind of amazing that you guys split it being boyfriend-girlfriend. Right? <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like oh, I, no, a lot I of people that are boyfriends would be like, ah, oh, it's mine. Did you go and buy it together? <laughs> yes. Okay. But I paid for it, so <laughs> technically I could have kept it, oh. but I wouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, so now that you're broken up, are you it. mad you didn't? <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have bought the ticket in the first place okay. if it wasn't for him. Perfect compromise. So it's fine. Yeah. So, but after all of that said and done, he never brought up the prenup again because I assume because I was now worth more than he was. <laughs> Oh, oh, got it. Okay, so then what happened? Yeah, so then you guys broke up. Wait, his mom dropped yeah. the conversation too? Uh, yeah, she she never brought it up again. And he also never brought it up again. And then about a year and a half later, we broke up. Okay, so but there was never a ring on your finger or anything like that. So then how did a prenup yeah. even come up? Yeah, I'm kind of confused A prenup now. came up before uh, you were even like engaged? Yeah. Why? Yep. How? I don't know. Maybe he's a lawyer, so yeah. he thinks that way. Yeah, but, probably. I mean, we were yeah, talking about the- moving in together and like the future, and we did actually live together for a year. Um, so we d- we were seriously talking about like rings. I was going to try stuff on, and he had like a bank account already for the ring money and stuff like that. But why would you? Why would you ever have someone sign something? They weren't going to sign, sign it. They were just talking about oh, okay. having one yeah. if they were to get married. Got it. Yeah. Why would you ever bring that up? Like just nonchalant. <laughs> I guess because he's a lawyer and he was it's like, "Let's go get Shake Shack." Yeah. Let's talk about prenups. Yeah. What? I don't know. I think it's just only only because he was a lawyer, and I understand. I guess why lawyers would like definitely want to have. Why one. would his mom be bringing it up when it, they're just boyfriend? Yeah, that's weird. I have no idea. I know that he's had crazy ex-girlfriends in the past, so maybe she just assumed I was one of those. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. So what happened then? I feel like I'm so invested in this now. (laughs) Uh, We broke up just because I couldn't see a future with him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Madigan fascinating story thank you so much you've inspired a new podcast i'd say yeah you have (laughs) i definitely want to know more about lottery winners i know i know me too (laughs) yeah it's actually really exciting and it's really weird the way they work it so i would definitely listen to that podcast would you advise people to buy lottery tickets every day and play the same numbers that's what my grandpa does he's like one day Uh, it's gonna be these numbers i'm like grandpa you've been buying for like 20 years well, we felt really lucky, obviously, because the first time I played it, I won. So the second time we played it, 
we went to like a 7-Eleven to get it and the store got robbed while we were trying to buy the ticket. Oh my no. God. Not open. <laughs> no. Yeah. So like done with lotteries now. I did my piece. <laughs> okay, wild. fine. Now that we have you on the phone, can I ask one question? <laughs> I know. Though? I like I have so many lottery questions. <laughs> um, all right. So you won a million dollars. There's taxes taken out and your boyfriend took the other third of it. Do you think, would you say that it changed your life or just made you comfortable? Yeah, that's a great question. It made me comfortable. Okay. I live in New York. Like I live in Manhattan. I can't yeah. do much with 300,000 yeah. or so, but yeah. that, I have that I basically have the bank account. <laughs> yeah. But I basically have the bank account of like a 45-year-old white man now. <laughs> nice. <Wow>. Perfect. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Stable. Unreal. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Exactly. All right, All right. Madigan, well, yeah. thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, girls. Love the podcast. Oh, thank Aww. you. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Okay, so now it just goes, I got my beta brand pants, and <laughs> oh my god, I go, yeah, I know, right? They're good, right? And then she said, oh my god, tell me how it's you feel. It's insane. Okay, guys, so obviously we've been talking about beta brand for a while. We are so obsessed with the sponsor. So I put my new pair on, and I'm just, and it is that time of the month, TMI, it is such a game changer because when it comes to being bloated, Ashley, I cannot find anything to wear and I need to look presentable and put together. I hate putting on jeans. I hate wearing leggings because it looks, you know, too casual for work. Yeah. And so Beta Brand is a yoga, a work pant made out of yoga pants material well, that will genuinely change your life. Yes. Yeah, so they're called Beta Brand. They're called Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. And they feel just like that around the office. Like I don't have an office job, but I truly can't imagine how many pairs of beta brand oh I would have God. if I had to go to an office every single day. That's all I would wear. I would never wear dress pants again. All I would wear. Also, like what an incredible gift for like a family member, a friend. I just got like, a pair for my mom. That's genius. Yes. Like, I need to get my mom beta brand. They look professional. If if you don't, if you haven't gotten it yet, you guys, they look professional, but they feel like yoga pants they're they're stretchy they're wrinkle free and right now our listeners can get 20 percent off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash get it 20 percent off your first order millions millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you're ever going to wear to work betabrand.com slash get it for 20 percent off i do this for the almost famous podcast too and i just get so thrilled when i get to talk about beta brand because it's such a genius idea that i can't believe hasn't existed until this point it's so genius so guys take it from me and ashley try it dm us tweet us text us well you can't do that but just let us know how much you love beta (laughs) brand all right friends we got shell on the line shell tell us your prenup story all right so basically before you know, we got married, we decided to meet with our financial advisor and just kind of get advice on how to go in and approach, you know, married life as kind of one unit. So, um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, I have a significant amount of assets just built prior to even meeting my now husband. And so at that time, it was a mixture of like owning my own home and retirement funds and investments. So, um, I knew that I had something on the line, but I didn't really ever want to think about worst case scenario. And so we basically, you know, agreed that it was worth talking to someone and getting another opinion. And at that point, um, they were just very upfront and said, hey, 
you guys love each other now. Make the potential, you know, hard decisions that you may have to make later in life. Just kind of decide while you still love each other and things are, you know, it's it's like, I think someone else had mentioned, it's like insurance, you know, just protecting right. yourself. So, yeah, we basically um, met with a lawyer and had everything drawn up and just made it very amicable and straightforward. And it wasn't a very detailed prenup, but it just kind of laid things out and protected both of us, really. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> so you also have a transfer on death bene- beneficiary. Oh, yeah. So that's is, that like that was interesting. is that a will? What is that? It's, it's actually specific to the property that I own. So it's basically states that if I were to pass prior to Nick, that although he's not on the mortgage right now, because I purchased the home, if something happened to me, the house would go to him. So it's a transfer on death. That's basically just in addition to our prenup. So that also it states that if something were to happen to me, it's not like I'd ever want him not to have what we've created now together. So that was important too, just for me to feel good about everything. Cause it's definitely, it seems to be a taboo subject. Like you hear prenup and people think of Kanye right away or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a bad thing. Did you say think of Kanye? Yeah, because we want prenup. We want prenup. In the the gold digger song. Wait a second. Oh my God. I never heard it like that before. I didn't even know (laughs) what they were saying. (laughs) Don't you love when that happens and someone says a word and you're like, that's what the song was the whole time. I feel like make a whole new world. We want prenup. We want. Yeah, remember he's like something that you need. He's like, because she going to leave with half. 18 years. 18 years. You found 18 years. What is it? And on the 18th birthday, you found out it wasn't his. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. So I'm wondering if Kim and Kanye even have one because I could feel like Kanye. Are you kidding? A thousand percent. Kim and Kanye. Chris wouldn't let her not, but I bet you Kanye would be down to do it. Kanye wouldn't let her not. I feel like he had more money than her at first. Then where did all those rumors of his debt come from? Doesn't he have like a bajillion dollars yeah, in because, debt? Because because most people that start and this is just me out of my head. This isn't a fact. Most people that start fashion lines, it's so expensive, you know, like to start like a fashion line. I think that's line. where it came from. That yeah, that came from. I think that's where it came from. But I think he's fine now. He's buying her McDonald's and shit. McDonald's. Yeah, he bought, for her birthday last year. He bought her like ten McDonald's around the world. Oh, what? franchises. Yeah. She so, she wants McDonald's. She she wants money. What do you mean? I remember that he gave her something that was worth a million dollars for her birthday, <laughs> and then there was like a whole bunch. And then she said it was like a thing. Yeah, it's like a thing. He's really good at birthday gifts. Actually, he's like very thoughtful. She's not really good with his. But anyway, <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about. She's not good with his. She's not. She's not thoughtful. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Shell. So you're like the reason why we're having you on is because you're like you know basic successful prenup story the reason why ashley and i wanted to have you on is because we sort of wanted to talk to you about like what the conversation was actually like was it hard for you to bring it up how did he react like were there ever any fights about it we wanted you to give us the relationship yeah yeah Yeah, great please give yeah if you guys have any questions that helps keep me on, on task so yeah basically i was uncomfortable bringing it up to begin with just because i felt that you know stigma kind of around it but um, he, I'm blessed. I mean, I married a guy who's just so open and comfortable in himself and assured in all, what we are. And so he just was very open. He completely understood why it was important. And it was never a fight. It was, if anything, I overthought it, just being kind of a typical girl. And then 
it didn't really need to even be something that was nerve wracking or embarrassing or, you know, from, from my standpoint or his, it was just a matter of, we were at different phases of life at different times and now we're together. And it's really not a a thing that has ever come up since we signed that before we got married. How old were you when you got married? When you got married? So I just got married uh, October 2018, and I was 25, and he was 26. So, Girl, how did you have retirement funds, investments, and a home in your name at that point? And (laughs) and what advice do you have to other millennial women out there? Amen, sisters. Uh, Thank you. Um, Well, when I graduated college, I was 22, and I moved home, not really knowing why. I just didn't know what was my next step, so I wanted to kind of move home for the summer and figure out, you know, what was next. And I ended up working at my family's real estate company, just as like behind the scenes, website, social media, that kind of stuff. And I was watching everyone, you know, closing real estate deals left and right. And I was like, Hey, I think I could kind of do this. And my whole life, I had kind of like thought my dad's just always on the phone. Like (laughs) it drove me crazy. I didn't really have, I never thought twice about being a realtor, but after kind of being living in it and watching my dad and and it's also my uncle who's in the business just be successful and enjoy their job. I saw the beauty in just even helping people. And so, um, yeah, I got my real estate license in 2015 and sold, you know, got right off to the races and sold some properties and decided that with that new money that I really didn't need at 22 years old, that I should probably invest it. And I really wanted to go through the process of you know, buying your first home firsthand because I didn't feel like I could be a successful realtor unless I really knew what it was and what I was helping people with. So I bought a house at 22, 23, actually. And, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then just anytime I, anytime I closed on a house, I just had to tuck because I was like, it's best to do it now. I don't need it now. Like I will or right. want it one day or in case of an emergency. Well, so. you are a boss bitch. I mean, oh my Thank God. You. You're like, um, <laughs> listen, we're going to get married. You're going to sign this. I'm going to make a million dollars and that's what's happening. Bye. Oh, and also like if I die, you still don't get you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he gets my house and everything else. <laughs> there you go. I know. I was kidding. Um, what about like the family surrounding? Like what were like, were there, was there any drama with like his his parents or your friends like did anyone sort of give you any negative feedback on this I'm just curious uh, yeah so no we definitely it's not something we really share with friends I just go ahead and share it on a podcast it's no big deal <laughs> um, <laughs> just blast it like, out to the world yeah I don't think a lot of my close friends would care really either um and as far as like in in Nick's situation as his parents are just also coming from the same direction as him and being understanding and knowing that we're making, you know, the mature choice now rather than having to do it at a different time. And it was more, it was never frowned upon or a negative thing from my my side, his side, nothing. I mean, it really, it honestly has not come up until I saw your post. Wow. (laughs) examples. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Nick, would you care if I, you know, brought this up? And he didn't care. He was like, of course. Yeah. If any, if it can help someone else, you know, it shouldn't be something people are scared of. Wow. All right, well, you've been the best. Thank you so much, Shell. Um, yeah, absolutely. For this sh- is so funny, guys. For we sharing the podcast. podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to us. And, yeah, totally. uh, and I will continue. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye.
Thanks. Okay, friends. So now I kind of, Ashley and I like got in an internet wormhole looking up celebrity prenups <laughs> after we got off the phone with Shell. This so first one. Are you talking about the Nicole Kidman yeah, so one? Nicole, I remember Nicole and Tom Cruise didn't have one or like theirs was like super not in stone. Um, and talk about a tumultuous, tumultuous relationship. relationship with Tom Cruise. So, but, uh, so it doesn't, doesn't say um, what she had with Tom Cruise, but I feel like I remember them not having one. Yeah. I feel and, like that you would have heard that all the time, like uh, during the divorce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now, so she apparently learned, and then with with uh, Keith Urban, it, in the agreement, it would say that Urban gets six hundred thousand a year for every year the couple is together, which is crazy because you'd think that he would be making just as much as her. I don't think so. I think she's in so much shit all the time. No, I know that. But I guess I get what you're saying because like royalties and music and like playing on the radio and all that stuff. So 600000 is a small fraction because she is worth $150 million. So they've been together for about a decade Wild. now. So that would be, yeah. There's also a clause that says she doesn't have to give Urban any money if he uses illegal narcotics or drinks. That's because he oh. had a drink, drinking issue. So what would you put in your... Like, let's say you were drafting a prenup with like whoever. I think you. I think cheating. I think I would. I would say. Is there anything crazy you'd put in there aside from like cheating? Because I feel like I'd put cheating in too. I feel like I would put this one in too, using illegal narcotics and drinking it. I guess so. That's like a good insurance to have. I know. What else would you do if you had like a baby with another person? (laughs) Yeah, that would be cheating. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Brad and Angelina. Um, oh my god they had 12 properties together um there was a fight of course about the kids um but i don't see the couple we were all surprised when this infamous couple decided to close but what oh dividing up their assets wasn't the issue for them actually it was just like all kids stuff yeah i was so we don't have any dates on that what why is jessica simpson and tony romo here they were never married oh yeah but you know I feel like people be talking about prenups when they're not even together. Wait, what? Pitt decided to fight for physical. This is not accurate. What kind of guys just know we're on cheat sheet.com. So all this shit could be a lie. (laughs) Wait, I mean, they never were even close to like getting married. Who, Jessica? Yeah. How do you know? Because they dated for like three months. You would know that. Okay. Beyonce and Jay-Z. We didn't know it was possible to earn money having children, but for Beyonce, it's a reality. Um, Style Blazer says that Jay-Z owes his wife $5 million for every child they have together. Wait, this is genius, Ashley. <laughs> this is fucking genius. And $1 million- So Jay-Z is worth more than her? No, no, no. Uh, well, that's a great question. And $1 million annually for every year they're married for up to 15 years. If the marriage ended before two years, the prenup also stated Jay-Z would owe $10 million to Beyonce. Thankfully, they're still going strong. So- Oh, five million for every child they have together. That's smart. Jessica Biel, Justin Timberlake. Je- uh, okay, this uh, Charlie Sheen one is wacky, but I want to know about it? the Jessica and Justin. So Jessica created a clause for Justin Timberlake, stating that she would get five hundred thousand if he was caught cheating. Oh my god! Wait, see, she wait, does. Wait, wait, wait. So did she just get money for what no, just happened? I don't know. <gasps> we must look. this Wait up. a second. So wait. she was worried about his cheating. No, Ashley. She was. Ashley, have you have you learned nothing from this podcast? It's just like a simple thing everyone puts in it. It's not a simple thing that everyone puts in it. We have two examples. 
Yeah, Two but you don't, think, you don't think most people are like, if you cheat, then I get some type of money sort of thing. You don't think I don't most know. people do that? I think that Justin is, it's like so ironic because I remember him, like he was all poor me, cry me a river when, that Brit, <laughs> when Britney cheated on him. Ooh. And then I feel like he had such a history of it after he ended up breaking up with Britney. And now we just saw it again. You really think? I feel like Justin Timberlake doesn't have a cheating bone in his body, but I'm also very naive because that Look, when I, he held that actress's hand, I was so disappointed in him. I'm I was like, so Justin, you're better than this. He needs he like needs a total recall on his like everybody. Do you think so- he's a bad boy like secretly? Yes, like, like bad, I don't think it was boy? that secret. Oh, I don't think it's ever been that secret. When he was single before he ended up with Jessica, he was like hooking up with everyone. Remember when he was hooking up with um. Scarlett Johansson for a little while and General Dewan Tatum and yeah well, that's not true. Tatum at the time and not anymore <laughs> right but okay so that's interesting okay so five hundred dollars if he was caught cheating and um, he's worth two hundred and thirty million which obviously duh half okay. a million doesn't sound like much all right Kim and Kanye oh finally here we go Kanye West said it best with his lyric in Gold Digger when he sings We Want Prenup. Luckily for Kanye and Kim, their prenup was easily settled, according to Radar Online. So, in fact, Kanye seemed ready to forgo a prenup altogether and offer Kim everything he had. Told you, I, you I, were, said, yes. I literally said Kanye would do it, but Kim, Kim Chris would. You are her. so fucking accurate, Ashley. <laughs> but luckily, he stuck with his own advice in the end. Their prenup says for every year they're married. Kim gets one million for up to ten years. That doesn't seem it's like not a lot much for them, them. For that, for them, and she gets to keep all the jewelry and gifts given to her by her husband. That's it. So they must have just did it really gently because he wasn't so much into it. But Maybe. I wonder. Additionally, their mansion is in Kim's name, even though it's Wes who's paying for it, and all the money she earns from her TV show and fashion lines are her property. Okay. So yeah, she's. I mean. She probably is making more money than him. I think at the moment she definitely is. But I don't think she was when they first got together. I want to know about Zuckerberg's. Yeah, read that one. That's a good one. So it says that his wife isn't necessarily entitled to half of his billion-dollar company due to California law, but if Facebook increased in value after they wed, she is entitled to half of the new profits, just like what Laura was telling us earlier. Okay, wait. So let me just get that again. So basically he's keeping everything since before he met her. But yeah. after they met, because they got married in California, or because they live in California, she gets half of whatever he's making since the day they got married. Yes. Is that oh, what you're saying? Now that's coming back to me, the Nicole and Tom Cruise thing. I remember, like, they... He... He, like, had to give her half of what he made mm. in the 90s. Because they got married in, like, 92 or something. Yeah. And then, like, got divorced in, like, 2000. Yeah. So, or because they were married for a certain amount of time that she, like, ended up getting half of, like, you know, millions and millions. I and always obviously. forget they're married. I know it's not something easily forgettable, but, like, she's so happy with Keith now. Yeah. And, like, at least, like, you forget, you know. Yeah. They also seem like a weird couple. Her and, and Keith? Make, no. Her with her like and Tom, Tom Cruise, yeah. Why? Because she's so much taller than him. I know we're jumping around a bit right now, but I have to talk about this other clause in Zuckerberg's with his wife. Oh my god! What? It says that in their agreement that they need to have one date per week that lasts at least a hundred minutes of alone time out of the apartment and away from his company. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
I would put that in my prenup. I love that. Her quality would, time would, love language. I would put so mine to be phone free. I think that I feel like it is. Wait, I mean, but that's genius. Away from his company. I would be like five hours during the week dedicated to me without his phone. So good. <laughs> All right, what an amazing way to wrap up this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, let Maybe us we'll know do a lottery podcast topics. down the line. Yeah, yeah, I'm like coming up brainstorming. So, But also, we love the topic of prenups. So if you have crazy wacko ones, please leave it in the Facebook group. Um, and we love you. Follow us at I Don't Get It Podcast. Also, remember, tickets are on sale right now for our first ever live podcast in LA, February 6th, sponsored by Amaryllis Apparel, I Buy Direct. So many amazing sponsors. Ashley and Lauren and I will be there, obviously. We can't wait to meet you guys. There'll be photo ops, dessert, drinks, all the stuff. So buy your ticket now. We hope to see you there so we can talk to you in person. Um, and you can get tickets at the bio um, at the bio in the I Don't Get It Instagram. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. I Don't Get It Podcast.